Sunny 16 presents. Hello and welcome back to On Location, the show where we get to share with you listener-created audio blogs on a huge range of different subjects. This week we're hearing from Ian Fleming, who joins us to talk about some of his unusual and quirky cameras, the cameras that do not get much love in the public eye, but maybe they should, or in some cases, maybe they shouldn't. The first one he talks about is the IS-1000. That's definitely one he shouldn't. Anyway, over to Ian. Hello everybody, my name's Ian Fleming. Uh, I uh, contacted Graham about a week ago and asked him if he'd like me to do an item on, uh, shall we say, uh, quirky cameras, unloved cameras, bonkers cameras. And this is the item I'm about to do. I'm sat at home recovering from my uh, cataract surgery and I thought this would be a nice little project to take on as a one or two minute, but Graham's asked me to extend it to 15 minutes, which I don't mind doing. So a bit about me, I'm 63, going on 64, one of the older guys in the film community. I went through digital, but stuck with film. I'm bonkers about Polaroids. I live in East Devon, near the seaside, and I love film. I thought this time we would do uh, four cameras. I've got two by Olympus, one by Minolta, and one by... Fisher-Price, a well-known high-end camera maker. So uh, let us commence. And uh, why um, I think they're worth a mention, because nobody else seems to like them very much. (laughs) So here's the first camera I've chosen, and I wonder if you can tell what it is by the noise. So, this legendary camera is the Olympus IS-1000. So you might ask, Olympus made lovely cameras. I mean, they just made, you know, the OM series, the Olympus Trip, the XA series. And then they came up with this. So this thing has a zoom between 35 and 135, uh, maintains f4 to f5.6. When I got this uh, in a, a lot of other cameras, I thought uh, something had gone wrong. Because, um, because I thought it was a video camera, basically. Um, and it, if you didn't know, it's got a similar display to a video camera on the back and a viewfinder on the back. But basically, it's a sort of massive point-and-shoot auto thing with a monstrous zoom and there you go <laughs> so it's it, i mean um, what were olympus doing had they gone and thrown all the designers away um it's just i just can't believe it really i'm just giving you a flavor of the noises it makes so uh, yeah i'll run through these the uh these specifications if i can oh the other thing to note with this camera you have to be wealthy to run it because it uses two cr123 batteries so you know it's going to eat your way through your wallet just on batteries um it's af um 
I mean, it's got aperture priority. It sort of precedes, I suppose, digital, you know, um, etc. But, but, oh, I just can't believe what Olympus were thinking of, really. Um, it, you know, it's, it does have all the functions you'd find on a modern digital camera, but in something that looks like a video camera. And when, sure enough, when I got it, that's exactly what I thought I got. I got, I thought I'd um got a video camera which of course i don't like and would want to get rid of and i will get rid of this to be honest um i've failed to sell it completely so far nobody wants this but i thought i'd talk about it if any of you have come across this camera then you'll know that this is, wasn't one of olympus's finest cameras ever um so i'll turn it is on there you go so we've got on the modes we've got program obviously can I change the modes here? Of course, I haven't read the instructions, as you might guess. <laughs> I'll come back to you in a minute. So, uh, on the modes, well, it has the usual what I'd call green mode on most digital cameras program, which does pretty much does everything, and you've got no control. Uh, you can see what it's chosen on the back uh, screen in terms of aperture and f-stop etc um, and focal length blah 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 uh, but uh, you can then go I found out how to do this now of course into uh, aperture priority you've even got manual where you can set everything manually but god that'd be a faff with all these buttons and then back to program it's got a macro mode uh, it's got you can obviously sort of um you can preset the flash, you can do the usual things, flash off and on, etc. no flash. Um, and you can take, you know, um, multiple shoot, you can bracket effectively. Um, but uh, I'm still a bit gobsmacked by this camera, to be honest. I just, it's not like me. To be, <laughs> when I saw this, I thought, I just, I'm just still struggling to see what Olympus, what the hell Olympus were thinking of. So if you want to buy it off me, <laughs> or you could probably have it, for the shipping cost only, virtually. Uh, uh, you know, it works, I can tell you. It's got filming from somebody else, <laughs> not from me, obviously. Um, but there you go. Uh, so this is my first camera uh, of the um, bonkers, uh, quirky camera. And this is the Olympus IS-1000, uh, a camera that I wouldn't recommend personally. Right, folks, uh, I thought we'd go on to the next camera in my uh, quirky camera selection. Uh, here it's a noise for you. So that's the shutter going. Now you can hear it, this camera's problems. And it will carry on doing this all the way to the end of the roll. Oh, there you go, there it is. You can hear the shutter. And that's the shutter again. And that's what it does, this camera. I wonder how many of you know what this camera actually is. I'll now tell you a little bit about it. I'll take the stopping doing the noise. <laughs> Here we go. So this is one of Olympus's better cameras, actually. This is the Olympus AFL Quick Flash. And this camera, Andy Warhol bought loads of these, but the downside of this camera is Olympus were the first people to use a lithium battery and they soldered it in, so you couldn't change it. So there are loads of these cameras secondhand, but I've not found anybody who's ever made one work. You can unsolder the battery like I have done and you can 
tag up another battery with the six volts and they all suffer from the same problem, which is um, the camera just soldiers on to the end of the roll and then grinds its way, when it's jammed at the end of the roll, just grinds its way through the sprocket holes. Um, and I think the problem is that these cameras, the voltage went down slowly uh, over the years when the, the cameras stopped working and it's destroyed the capacity. My guess is it's destroyed the capacitors in the camera because there is a, you can see there are two contacts in the film gate which would measure, let's say, eight sprocket holes, stop the film, yeah, press the shutter. Well, that bit's not working and I think that's the CR uh, that's my bit of electronics knowledge, is not working anymore, the capacitive bit, so it's not counting the sprocket holes properly. Um, it's a lovely camera. Uh, you know, this is really what... Um, if you've got, like I have, a Nikon L35AF, this is very similar. This goes up to a 1,000 ISO, you know, manually set. Uh, it's got a lovely 38mm f2.8 f lens. The flash was very quick to charge. It's, uh, it's AF. It indicates in the viewfinder, uh, a bit like the Nikon does, but it don't work. <laughs> um, and they're lovely cameras. So I have ordered its predecessor on the in internet to see if that will work, which is the AFLS, which came out later, a couple of years later, and had an interchangeable battery. And the, the gentleman who's selling it to me claims it's a full worker. If it does, I'll update this podcast um, to let you know. It's a lovely camera. It's lightweight. I mean, it's just, if you know, and if, if you could pick these up, I think if it worked, this would be up with the Nikon L35AF, at, you know, between, let's say, 50 to £100 pounds worth. But you will find these on the internet. Uh, the, Nik the Olympus AFL Quick Flash. Uh, maybe somebody out there, if they bought enough of them, could probably get one going. But um, I just thought it's worth pointing out because, you know, it's one you shouldn't really buy. Um... And I didn't buy this again. I was given it in a job lot. Um, and I, <laughs> first of all, when I got it, I was like, so I'll change the battery. That'll be a no, you won't, mate. Um, so and then, of course, I read up and there was a man on YouTube, as there always is, who changed the battery, but he hit the same problems I did. And I've been all through Flickr and everywhere, and everybody says the same thing. And even if you put the camera into fill rewind, it goes the still goes the same forward direction and wrecks your film. So, um, as I say, it's a great camera. I think if you want a reliable version of this, uh, the AFLT came later again, and that had a switch between um, I think thirty-five or thirty-eight and sixty millimeters focal length so it was more like a you could go as you know the usual 38 35 wide and a bit tighter than 50 uh, and i think you can pick those up and usually they work um so uh i just thought i'd talk about it because i'd never heard of it before and uh, obviously it's it's not a camera you're going to sell very many of because it doesn't work um so there you go the olympus afl quick flash Right, folks, let's get on with the next camera. Um, this one is interesting to me because I would have, this is a camera that I think should be popular, yet isn't for the money, really. I wonder if you can tell what it is from the shutter noise and the... So 
So there you go. I won't bore you with any more noises, but that is it. And this is the Minolta 7000 AF. So, as you could hear from the noise, it is an AF camera. Um, but these, again, aren't very popular. Now, I know it's sort of got lots of programming, but you can drive it manually. Um, I th pretty okay, I think. You know, I haven't figured out exactly how to do all the manual mode on this. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can. And I would have thought from a starter in, in you know, student or something, these seem to work all right. I mean, I've, you know, you've got AF or manual here on the lens. So if you, t yeah, you can focus it manually, I guess, by doing that. Yeah, you can focus it manually. I just really surprised that people don't buy these because you can pick the whole kit up of, of this camera, the AF. 7,000 for about 30, 40 quid. Uh, that's camera and lens and probably with the, the nice flash that um, Minolta made with it. I'm guessing nobody likes them because of the AF lenses, um, which is, a th this is, comes, the kit lens is a 35 to 70 uh, F1.4, which is not bad really, is it? Um, so it's got funny buttons, I agree. I mean, the shutter button, you have to, you can hear, you have to, hold it till the camera's happy but in the display there is a really good well you can hear it doing the business but in the display you've not you've got in your viewfinder you've got a display of pretty much everything that's going on in terms of shutter speed f and everything and also whether it's happy and obviously it's not made focus here this is why it's hunting around i'm too close to things in the office but um i can't really see why these don't you can set obviously you could you, know, you can uh, if you want to um give it a bit of backlight compensation either way you can do that uh, you can drive you can set you know multiple single or continuous um so in modes we're on program but if i go up we've got aperture priority manual shutter priority um so my own view this even got the date back which of course i wouldn't use but um this isn't a bad camera really yet i've included it because Again, nobody seems to like them. They just don't sell. Um, the big win with these is when you find these. Again, I didn't pay for this. I get, <laughs> I quite get a few cameras. These take four AA cells, so you know. And obviously, a lot of the owners were really good on these, and they didn't leave the batteries in. So usually, you get an empty battery compartment. You just put four AA cells in, um, and it goes. Um, Unlike the Olympus IS-1000, this is a cheap camera to run. 35mm SLR, bit tricksy, I suppose. The late end of SLRs from Minolta. I don't know whether this would take the Sony lenses being Minolta. That's probably a, um, a question for the classic lenses, Simon and the classic lenses guys. They'd probably say, don't bother. <laughs> but anyway, I'll um, give you this camera as um, an interesting camera and one that should really be... Uh, I think given some consideration certainly if I was a student I'd buy one of these read the book properly which I haven't done again uh, and give it a go because I think you'd be all right you could drive it manually you could get some reasonable results out of this um, so there you go the Minolta 7000 AF another one of Ian's quirky unloved cameras right folks uh, here comes the last camera in our selection of cameras I wonder if you can tell what it is
so that's me advancing the film and that's the shutter it doesn't require batteries but it does have a flash so if you need batteries there is a flash you can uh, turn on uh, and this uh, camera I've included because it's a bit quirky I suppose uh, it's the Fisher Price perfect um, camera um, aimed at children of about five it's the 3815 and it takes 110 film um, uh, it's blue uh, and it's got stereo um, viewfinder weirdly which I suppose for children is fine um, actually you wonder why people haven't done that more with other cameras actually it works quite well even with my um, I have to be careful with my cataract actually um, eyes it's just healing up but so this is quite an interesting camera um it's got a little led to tell you when the, the flash uh, is ready to go um hopeless plastic lens it's blue and yellow primarily the camera the trigger the film rewind is um yellow um they did do i think a 35 mil of this um uh <clears throat> this is from my wife's collection from uh, children years ago worth including so i think the market for this is the lamography shooters really i've seen some images taken with this on the internet and they're not as terrible as you might guess um it's blue it's about it's double-handed you hold it with two hands obviously small hands of five-year-old um but actually as an introduction to cameras for children it's not bad i don't think um and of course, there's no controls. I mean, you know, you just put the film in and shoot. God bless it. Uh, I have to confess, I'm not the biggest fan of 110 film. I've never got great results out of it. Uh, but I know a lot of you have, so I won't, I won't go down that path. And God bless Lomography for bringing the film back, you know, and rescuing lots of cameras. I just wish they'd do that with 126 as well. So I bring you the Fisher-Price perfect camera. I think this was 1993. And that's the last camera in my um, quirky cameras this time. Uh, if you like it and you like the idea of me doing this, I would do more. Uh, I'll ask Graham what he thinks when, when I've edited it all down. Uh, and that's it from Ian Fleming. All the best. Keep shooting the film, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Well, folks, uh, here we go with the update of the podcast. I finally got the uh, Quick Flash AFLS. Uh, which uh, the uh, buyer said worked fully, and surprise, surprise, it doesn't. But he gave me a full refund. So this is the AFL-S, uh, which has all the same features as the AFL, but you can't set the um, ASA. It's all DX-coded with this one. Same lens. The flash on this doesn't work, but your shutter, as you will hear, does work. But then, of course, it won't um, move on. So the only way I can find to make it move on is to um, hopefully it'll do it there you go if I undo the battery and pop it back in it works again and uh, the AF appears to work on this the exposure because the um, you get a little light in the viewfinder if you're under if you need the flash but as I haven't got a flash that's not going to work self timer works so I plan despite the fact this camera's a bit uh, limited to take this out and see what results I get with this nice lens so this is the quick flash Olympus quick flash AFLS again another camera I wouldn't really recommend buying but at least seems like I've probably got the most working one that's possible to get all the best bye bye
A huge thank you to Ian for that first, but hopefully not last look at some of the less usual cameras. As the prices for cameras continue to go up and up and up, and all the more commonly sought after ones get more and more out of reach on eBay and other places, it's great to know that there are still some good choices out there that won't break the bank. If you would like to share your thoughts on some photography related subject on the Sunny16 Presents channel, then please drop us a line at sunny16presents at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll be back with you again soon with something. Until then, thank you very much for listening.